0: Chapter 3. That's where we'll be today. Uh, well, thank you for having me back. <laughs> I love being back here. Uh, it's, it's nice to come home, have a rest. Uh, uh, college has been great. Uh, it's been a lot of blessings for from, both from my sister and I. Uh, a lot of things have been happening. I mean, I've, I'm almost done with my degree. I think I have a year left. I mean, granted, I have to put it off for a little bit. I got hired as a staff member, as a supervisor there for next two years, so I'll be able to save up money to finish up my last year for music degree. And uh, my sister got a huge blessing by having her uh, bill paid by someone, Uh, so it was just a great blessing this year for overall. So uh, I'd like to thank everybody for the prayers that you've been having for for me and my sister at college and for our family just overall being able to financially pay everything. So Ephesians chapter 3, we'll be reading verses... 14 through 21. In this passage, uh, this is uh, Paul praying, a small prayer. It's, uh, it's a very powerful prayer. <coughs> and uh, Ephesians is a great book because the first three chapters are actually based off doctrine. And the last three chapters are based off what we should be, how should we should behave, and how should we should live. Uh, in this simple prayer, we'll start reading uh, verse 14. For this cause, I bow my knee unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ And to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. For For now unto him that he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be the glory in the church by Jesus Christ throughout all ages, would, without, end. amen. In this passage, I'd like to focus on uh, verse 16, where he says that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Uh, The three thoughts I've got out of this small passage is the there's three, three thoughts. We have a problem. We have a need and God has an answer. We have a problem. We all have a problem—the inner man in ourselves. Like there's a there's a list that I made. I mean, discontentment, lack of joy, self focus, hurting, hurting, hurting feelings, uh, this this encouragement, depression, anger, bitterness, worry. I mean, there's this that goes on. We 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 are focused on everybody else, except we don't focus on ourselves. The inner man that we have inside. That's what Christ wants to change first before we can even be a blessing to anybody else. If the inner selves are not fixed, what, how are we going to fix anybody else or help anybody else? And, uh, and the problem is not everybody else. The problem is you, me, inside here. In uh, chapter 4, verse 17, he uh, Paul says, This I say, unto you, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that henceforth walk not other... As other Gentiles walk in vanity of their minds. He's, not, he's saying right there, hey, listen, we cannot be walking like the Gentiles out there, like the people out there. We have to walk our own walk. We have to talk the talk that we are saying that we are. We are Christians. We are not just, we are not part of that world. The world doesn't know any better. You expect them to cuss, to drink, to smoke. I mean, we can't really control that because they're blinded. In verse... Uh, 18, that's where he says, having the understanding darkened with alignment, alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. They are blind. The reason we have to fix our inner man is so they can see it and they can open up their eyes. We expect them to act the way they do. We expect them to reject us hard, like reject us flat out all the time. They, uh, We need to be, as Christians, focusing on ourselves and putting the Word of God into our mind. In verse 20 to 23, he says, But ye have not so learned Christ. Have you not actually read the Word of God? If so, be that ye have heard Him and have been taught by Him as the truth is in Jesus, that ye have put off concerns of former uh, conversation the old man that old man, which is corrupt according to the spiceful lust, lust, and be renewed in the spirit of mind. He's saying, grab this Bible, grab the hymn, I mean, uh, the, his word, read it every day, and put it in your mind. Apply it to your mind and your heart. Don't be going hypocritical and saying, oh yeah, I read the Bible, and then never apply anything that God's telling you. Everybody, I mean, and in the same time, we all follow... We all have uh, standards. We all have that. That's because we are Christians. We, are, we have to base it off the of standards off of Christ. Now, yes, we have standards. We, have to, we can't wear that. We can't wear this. Uh, we can't talk like that. We can't listen to that, this and that. But the thing is, first you have to fix your inner man before you can even touch those things. Because if your inner self is not ready and is not filled and is not uh, set in the right mind with God those standards, you can easily follow them because they're just rules. The, the Pensacola Christian College has all these rules and we can follow them as much as we want. But if we don't have our, ourselves and our inner man fixed in the right mind with God, what's the point of following those rules and the authority? You're just disobeying them because in your heart you're saying, oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah, so? Yeah, I have to do this. What, I don't care. I'll do whatever I want. You have to keep it inside your inner man. Verse 25, whoever putting away lies, speak every man the truth. Okay, who's, who's told a lie here? Come on, be honest. Everybody has told a lie once, <laughs> once or twice, small or big. But as Christians, we have to try to be as truthful as possible, no matter what. Even if it's going to hurt the other people, we have to be truthful. And, I mean, it can be with like marriages, it can be with friendships. When someone says, hey, are you doing all right? And you answer, yeah, I'm fine. You're not fine. You're lying. You're being dishonest to them, and you're being dishonest to yourself. Yeah, it might be, it might not be the time to like let out all the bucket and just spill it and pour in front of them and just sit down and listen to me, you know? No, but you have, you have to keep it inside. And you have to be, and you have to say, okay, yeah, I'm not fine, but I don't want to talk about it now. Can we talk later? Be honest. In verse 26, it says, "Be ye angry and sin not." Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. We cannot use our anger as an excuse of sinning. We can't use our anger. Everybody has lost their temper. We can't go around losing our temper and saying things because we always regret something. We'll always regret when we lose our temper because we get so angry. We're going to say something we're going to regret later. Everybody has done it. We can't. And yes, Jesus got angry. But he didn't sin. He didn't use sin in it because it's Jesus. He's the son of God. He's perfect. We are not Jesus. We cannot get angry without losing our temper and then in without sinning. We just can't. It's in our human nature. We easily go around, get angry, and then we end up hurting someone. Uh, this past semester, uh, a friend of mine actually got really angry with me. <laughs> he might have said a few things he, he shouldn't have. But, and it wasn't even big of a deal. I accidentally said something wrong, and uh he could have easily said, oh, no, this is right, but he got so angry, and we were fighting over a passage, and he just went and blew it out of the park. He got out of the park, he called me names, and he walked away. He sinned, and I had to call, I had to eventually go and calm him down, and say, hey, and then he calmed down, and he said, oh, I'm sorry, Sam, I didn't mean that. Please don't be, don't stop being my friend. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I promise I won't. But, uh, be honest, everybody loses temper and it's fine but you got to learn how to not cause it to sin and make sure you keep the inner man inside you pure the whole time. We have um, verse 29 we have let no corruption communication proceed out of the mouth but that which is good to use the edifying of edifying that it may minister grace unto their hearts. We have corrupt communication here An edification, edifying uh, communication here. This is us, the old man, when before we were saved. We were corrupt. We were angry. We got us sin. What we got to aim for? We got to aim for the edified person, the new man, the one that has Jesus Christ inside of us. Not to tear down people by corruption, be ridiculous, be harsh, sarcastic. We can't be that way. Uh, Unkind or unloving, grouchy all the time. But we have to be able to build up people with, the, with ourselves. We have to be edified to be able to be a strength and a blessing to everybody that comes in. Anybody that comes in that's lost, we have to be able to go up to them and say, Hey, how's it going? And be really nice and build them up and lead them to Christ instead of ignoring them completely. Or not even acknowledging them or just if we do, we give them this like, look like, Why are you here? Why are you dressed like that? You have to expect it to them to come in, like, in jeans or in shorts or in tank tops. I mean, they don't know any better. They don't read the Word of God. They don't know. They don't have these standards. And uh, it, it, this also comes from, like, uh, Proverbs chapter 12, verse 18, where it tells us about our tongue. And it says, There, that, there is that speaketh like piercing of a sword, like a sword. Our tongue, our words are like just a huge sword that could stab someone and hurt forever. It can, you can hurt someone with just a word for life. But we, but the tongue of wise is health. But we could use that same sword and protect them, and help them, and build them up. We can't just be talking about our close ones, our friends, our members, anything, because we we have to be ourselves. We have to be one with God. We have to prove ourselves and we can't go off telling people lies and gossiping and stuff for just simple reasons. Just because we don't like that person or that person did something bad that day. Why do that? What's the purpose? What is the purpose of that? You have to keep yourself pure. You have to keep yourself minded. Watch that tongue because you can hurt someone. And that damage sometimes can never be replaced. In in marriages, in friendships, I mean... I've heard of marriages that literally some, uh, they say something and they end up being hateful towards each other the whole time than the rest of their lives. Because the one thing they said or the one thing they did. Don't let that cause that one little word or one little phrase ruin everything you've gained for. Because you can lose something quick, but gaining someone's trust is something that is irreplaceable. And once you lose it, it takes forever to get it back. In the uh, next, the need, the need you have, you have a need. You would, uh, you would be strengthened with the might. The word "might" there in the passage, uh, where is from the Greek word dumius, which is a word they use for dynamite too. But in this passage, from commentaries I've seen and I've read, I can see that it means also miracles. That you can cause miracles with the might and the strength that Jesus gives you. You can be the miracle for that person that's in front of you that you don't really know about. Uh, maybe like some lost person comes up and starts talking to you. Being super kind to them can change the whole world. And, and even if you're just in, like in the store with jeans and a t-shirt and you just treat them completely different, they will see. Like they will wonder what is, what's that little spark that you have inside you for the fact that you have the might and the strength that Jesus has been giving you we have the inner man the inner man problem but because of us trying to fix it we can be the inner man in us could help become the miracles that other people really need in life applying the word of god into our lives to help build the inner man that is sinful that is corrupt that is naturally corrupt because we all have sin in us no matter how pure we think we are that if we can't even apply anything, or don't even apply anything from the Word of God, what's the point of being a Christian? What's the point? Since you if you're going to go and walk the walk that the other people, the Gentiles do, the people in the world, why, why even bother trying to read the Bible if you're not even going to follow the rules, if you're not going to have your own self-discipline? Until then, you can't be a miracle to others. And, it, and it's hurtful. We are the children of God and people all over us always need a miracle. Always. And we are the ones that are... We are the Christians. Christians, we are uh, God's children. We are the ones that should be able to be forcing ourselves to be a better person so we can go and help someone who's in trouble, who's getting lost, who's going straight to hell. We can't... We, we have to help them. We have to be those that light. Like. If not, wh- like I said, what's the point? What, we need to, We need to fix the inner man first. All of us have to. God in heaven, through the Spirit of God... That wants to be a miracle in your life and turn you into a new person, so you could be the miracle of someone else. And I, I just want to finish with, uh, just remember that sometimes it's, it's hard. It really is. It's, sometimes it's so much harder than it's, it's in me saying it up here. I mean, I've lost temper. I've I've lied. I've done this and that. And but in the in the end goal, we have to just remember that. God's in us, and God will convict us. And those things and those, all those lies and the hurting those people, we're going we're gonna to pay them back. God's going to have us. We're going we're gonna to pay for that. So we have to be able to fix what we... Past is the past. We can't fix that. But we've got to build ourselves better so when in the future, if we come up with that same exact problem, the inner man's free instead and already in God's will, and we know what to do now we know to how to fix it and help them be one uh, with Christ and lead them towards Christ. So with that I, I I'll pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day, Lord. I pray that we have a good rest uh, evening service, Lord, and just I pray that uh, you give you help pastor know what to preach today. In Jesus' name I pray, Amen.